0: First of all, tonight, let me say to all of you here how honored we are to have you with us tonight. And it is our privilege to be able to celebrate with you, to worship with you. And we're not gonna go real long tonight, um, but we want this simply to be a time of sacredness, a time of contemplation that really adds to your worship, to your celebration as families, as you get together. Uh, Brad, I'm gonna have you blank that screen in the back there. Thank you, I appreciate that. Um, And what we've been doing as a church during the month of December is looking at questions. Decided to do something a little different this year in my sermon series for Christmas. And so we've been looking at various questions about Christmas. Who is this Jesus? Who is this baby in a manger? Who is it? Who is this Jesus that is talked about so much, especially at this particular time of year? And tonight we're going to look at a question that comes directly from the Bible, and it comes from a man named John the Baptist. John the Baptist was the person who prepared the way for Jesus, he was the forerunner of Jesus. And he asks a question. And our first point tonight is an important question. John the Baptist sent his disciples to ask Jesus a very important question. And here it is. Are you the one who is to come? Or shall we look for another? Are you the one who is to come? Or shall we look for another? Now, this is interesting because John, as I mentioned, is the one who prepared the way for Jesus. But at this particular point in history, John is in prison. He was put there by the ruler of that region, a man named Herod Antipas. And he was put there because of his preaching. His disciples could make periodic visits to him. And for some reason, at this point in his life, he wants to know, Jesus, are you the one? Are you the one we are to be looking for? John wanted to nail this down in his own heart. Are you the one? The phrase, the one who is to come, can also be translated, expected one. Some translations have, are you the one who is to come? Or, excuse me, are you the expected one? Or shall we look for another? Another. Now, if you were a Jewish person living in the first century, the term expected one would be very familiar to you. For in their scriptures, our Old Testament, the prophets foretold of one who was to come, someone who was going to bring salvation from sin, someone who was going to bring people into a right relationship with the true and the living God Someone who would finally bring true justice and righteousness to a troubled earth. And so John sends his disciples to Jesus and says, Are you the expected one? He is saying, Are you the Messiah? which is the Old Testament title for the expected one. He was saying, Are you the Christ? Christ being the New Testament title for the expected one. He was saying, are you the chosen one? Well, throughout history, people have been fascinated with the possibility that someone will come along who will make things right in the world. Throughout history, people have wondered, will there be a king? Will there be an emperor? Will there be a world ruler who will finally make things right in this world? Is there a man, is there a woman who will one day come to power, who will make things right? We are fascinated by this. Think with me just about some of the films that have been made in modern film history. How many of the films have focused on this thought? We think of the Matrix movies, the three movies, the trilogy in which they wonder throughout, is Neo the one? Morpheus believes right from the very beginning that Neo is the one that they have been waiting for, the one that they have been looking for. In fact, the name Neo means one who will bring peace. Is he the one that will free us from the deception and bondage of the matrix? We think of the five Terminator movies. And in the Terminator series, the savior is John Connor. And John Connor is called the leader of the worldwide resistance and the last great hope of mankind. Oh, we think of the first three Lord of the Rings movies. And if you're familiar with them, you know that they were released separately, but they were shot all at one time. And all of the first three Lord of the Rings movies all move in one direction. They are looking for the return of the king. Everything in those movies moves toward the end of the, la- or the third movie in which the king returns. And they're waiting for Aragorn, son of Arathorn, to take his rightful place on the throne of Arnor and Gondor. And our second point tonight is the chosen one. The Bible clearly teaches that on Christmas Day, the long-awaited Chosen One came into the world. It is a momentous night. A night really like, unlike any other. On this particular day, the Chosen One, the long-awaited One that the prophets had prophesied about comes into the world. God comes into the world in human life. Flesh. Think of what is said in some of our most familiar Christmas passages about this one, about this Jesus. In Luke chapter 1, verses 31 through 33, the angel Gabriel comes to this young teenage girl, Mary, and he says to her, And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Think of it. Think of what this angel says to Mary. He will be called the Son of the Most High. He will reign forever. Of his kingdom there will be no end. We think of Matthew chapter 1 and verses 20 through 23 in which Joseph is wrestling with the whole question of whether or not he should marry the one he is engaged to, whether he should take Mary as his wife for she is with child and they have had no relations. And he is wrestling with this and it says an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Mary will bear a son, and he will save his people from their sins. Mary will bear a son, and he will be called incredibly Emmanuel, which means God with us. God with us. When we think of the wise men, the Magi, who come from the East, these scholars, these philosophers, these great intellectuals, and they are led divinely by the light of a star, And in Matthew 2, verses 10 and 11, it says, When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. These great men of learning, come, and they fall down, and they fall down, and they worship him. When the disciples of John the Baptist come to Jesus, he answers John's question. Now remember the question, are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? Are you Jesus? Are you the expected one? And in Matthew 11, verses 4 through 6, Jesus answers John's question. And Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. And the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them. And blessed, and blessed is the one who is not offended by me. Jesus is quoting directly from the prophet Isaiah. He is saying, John, everything that Isaiah said about the coming Messiah, I am fulfilling right before people's very eyes. Tell John, go and tell John that lives are being changed in a miraculous way way the blind are receiving sight the lame are walking lepers are being cleansed the deaf are being given the ability to hear the dead are being raised up go and tell john that lives are being changed all over the place go and tell john that i am preaching good news the gospel the good news to the poor and here it refers not only to the literal poor But also to those who are spiritually poor, those who see their desperate need for a Savior. And go tell John that all who believe, all who believe may come to me. He says, And blessed is the one who is not offended by me. It literally means blessed is the person who does not stumble over me. Blessed is that man. Blessed is that woman. Blessed is that boy. Blessed is that girl. Who has the innocent faith of a child and embraces me as the expected one, as the chosen one. What is Jesus saying? He is saying, yes, John, I am the Messiah. Yes, John, I am the Christ. Yes, John, I am the chosen one. Yes, John, I am the expected one. Tonight, as we meet here together in what I believe God provides as a sacred moment, a moment in time where we have come aside from our activities. And it may be that the Spirit of God is touching your heart, touching your mind, touching your emotions tonight. And it may be that you are longing To really know this Jesus, this chosen one. And I want you to know tonight that the one you long for, the one who can fill the loneliness and emptiness that haunts you, the one who can forgive you of your sins, the one who can give you eternal life, abundant life, that one is Jesus it may be that you want to reach out to him, to know him. And I'm just going to humbly suggest to you tonight that whether it's here or in the privacy of of your home or where you may be staying, that you can pray a prayer something like this. Lord Jesus, I need you. I need you in my life. For too long I've lived without you. I believe, I believe that you are the one, that you are the expected one who came from heaven. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. I believe that you were raised from the dead. Come into my life and save me. Oh, how God longs to have a relationship A personal, vibrant, daily relationship with you. Oh, the angel said, Mary is going to give birth to a son and he will save his people from their sins. Mary is going to give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means... God with us. Tonight, as Pastor Chad mentioned, as you leave, as you leave the auditorium, our ushers will have a gift for you, a book that will explain the very things I have shared with you tonight. And we also want you to know that as a church, if you happen to live in this local area and if there is anything we can do to help you in your walk with God, in your walk with Christ, we would love to help you. Let's pray together tonight. Father, what an honor it is for us to be able to call you, Father, to come into the presence of the living God. Oh, Lord, help each and every one of us, no matter where we come from, no matter what struggles we have in our life, to really know Jesus in a personal and saving way way oh god we thank you for this opportunity to meet tonight to corporately as a group to come into your presence bless these people i pray bless each and every individual and each and every family here give them a wonderful christ-centered christmas for it's in jesus name that we pray amen And with me as we close in song.